0: Answers to what the purpose of man is, are many. Christians have their ideas, but secularists have other suggestions. But to live for a future that begins after death is an idea mocked by secularists. Philosophically speaking, people who live in a synthetic reality are in no position to mock the ideas of Christians, though they will not agree with this statement. If a purpose exists it has to be grounded in logic. Physical reality is not constructed on tautological statements, or true by definition, statements in the way logical truths are. Researchers seeking the truth using empirical science engage in a process of adjusting their definitions to match the things they find. It is a process called a posteriori thinking, a process that leads to synthetic truths. But synthetic truths are contingent and always subject to change and revision. The purpose of man is an absolute not an opinion subject to modification due to changed circumstances. The question that needs to be answered to decide on our human purpose is whether our philosophical, social, and epistemological problems are real or if they are created by our thinking. Do scientists create a stone in their consciousness then look for the cause that created the stone? What is the stone but its meaning? There is no stone beyond the meaning that the idea of stone conveys. The stone is in the meaning of stone. The meaning is not in the stone but the stone in the meaning. In other words, one cannot divide the concept from the supposed thing in itself. Any attempt to solve the issues of this world will lead to God, if one gets close enough to the solutions one seeks. It is possible to prove water will freeze if the air is cold enough, but to understand why man must live in a certain way to solve his problems results in a scientific proof of God. In proving the existence of God as a scientific fact, something has to give. We cannot solve the human problems of the world without concluding the 6,000-year-old understanding of reality as something physically real is mortally flawed. Man cannot conduct the experiment that proves the existence of God if he, through the experiment, lends credence to the idea that this reality of matter, energy, space and time is scientifically credible. In short, the experimenter must prove the secular, Materialist view is philosophically untenable if he or she wishes to conduct an experiment that proves God exists. And we must prove God exists to do away with our social problems. Secularists are right, God does not exist in their reality, and his existence is not credible in the way secularists think. But there is another option to the secularist worldview, and it is able to solve all of humanity's social problems. Such a solution requires a better understanding of democracy. There are according to the radical view of reality, two races and two realities and two conceptions of God tied to two peoples. The radical God is the highest and most perfect of all conceptions and the secularist God is the ideal person. We all have to pick which people we will be part of and which people we embrace will change what democracy means to us. The world is physical and autonomous, and we are physical bodies created by the laws of causality. Every moment of time and every movement in space was preordained from the moment space and time popped into existence. Or, reality is conceptual and tied to meaning and value as established by God and the one thing that is truly real is moral choice. Belief in a conceptual reality is not solipsism. A logical world is no more amenable to random alterations than is a physical universe were it to exist. In other words, we cannot contradict ourselves and call the result a truth. The real issue is not what reality is or what truth is or even if God exists or not. The central issue or concern is who gets to define what truth is. Is the ultimate judge of what is true and real, God? or you. Because if it is you, then you are God. You are free to choose which God you will embrace, but even as God you cannot logically refute a logical universe. More significantly, you cannot logically demonstrate the physical reality you think you are in, is not logically flawed. If you are God, you are the God of a flawed reality that is not logically coherent. Even you being God defies the truth meaning of God. Secularists claim the church is incompatible with science despite the history of science being owned by Christians and Jews. What they would like us to believe that science is not compatible with anything but the secularist view of reality. But science is not grounded in physics as much as in metaphysics. A scientists can study physical reality and make observations, but no one can explain what they see or why without resorting to metaphysics. Mathematics is not a physical or experimental science. Math is conceptual and a product of the human analytical mind. Mathematics is properly a branch of metaphysics. Most people assume there are correlates to mathematics in the real world that one plus one corresponds to any two things. That is an interpretation made by the human mind. There is no experiment you can do to prove this assumption. In short, even with simple arithmetic we have entered into the metaphysical realm. Secularists define science as a thing, a body of knowledge or a method of discovery. Science is more accurately defined as a purpose. In one sense it is a method for finding God. Science reveals the truth that God placed in our hearts. It does not matter how many times we drop cannonballs and feathers off of leaning towers there is no law of gravity without science. Science is the laws and observations that scientists make. Scientists do not make an experiment to observe if the results accord with observation, We make tests to see if our truth can be better articulated. We are looking for the best way to transmit truth. That an experiment proves atoms are not solid objects does not disprove that they appear solid from our perspective. Atomic experiments simply expanded our understanding of what an atom is. The concept of what an atom is has changed significantly from what it was when Democritus expressed the idea. Yet. In context, we can use various visions or understanding of what we mean by an atom. The real atom does not exist, what we have is many different conceptions that together create the highest possible conception of what an atom is. This brings us to the church. We have many different ideas of what a church is. As Christians we need to strive towards the highest and most perfect conception of church, The radical conception. The church is easily confused with members and their building, but we know the church is far greater than this. The radical church is a people, but we are a people set apart. The radical church is divided from the world by its perfection in seeking the Word of God. The Word is not the reading, but the living. To be in the Word is to be living out the Word of God as the radical church. Faith is not in the emotion but the organization. The radical church is a political jurisdiction encompassing economics and politics as well as the church. We are a people set apart by our institutions as well as our faith because our institutions are a reflection and a working out of our faith. To radicalize is to separate. The idea behind radicalization is all-encompassing. There can be nothing that remains unchanged as the radical church is built. This is not a building or a drive for members. Nor is it a learning experience or educational opportunity. Radicalization is reality-changing. The church is the manifestation of a new consciousness. We cannot think or believe as the world thinks and believes. If the church is the highest and most perfect conception of itself, it cannot be something else. We do not need to define the church here. We can look at the institutions of the world and the ways of the world and turn from them, all of them, to find ourselves in the radical church.